0: Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to the Zoe Levy podcast. Welcome to season two. Um, For all of you that are coming back and you've been following me since season one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For all of you who are kind of starting to listen to me now I encourage you to listen to the other episodes as well And hopefully they touch you And they, you know, they impact you in some kind of way Um, I'm so happy to be doing this I took a little break um, in between um, the episodes And here we are Season 2, episode 1 And I'm so excited Um, First off, I want to start off by saying A little confession, but a little story But you know, um, I put myself in this public platform so I really want to be real with you guys all the time so two weeks ago today I was planning my episode and I was just like that week had been so difficult that day had been like hot and it was just I was just having a hard time I was overwhelmed like my my own personal family stuff my work and I have my retreat coming up um this week and I'll talk about that but I was just so exhausted i was so exhausted i was so i kept, i was i literally had like podcast block mind block podcast mind block something like that so my sister called me she's like so do you have content i'm like no i had an episode in mind but it just felt so thin like the content of it was just like I felt like i would half ass it basically and i just i've never wanted to do that with you guys i never want to just give you something where i'm just rambling and there's no direction and there's no meat to the bone you know what i mean so as i'm it was a thursday and i was just going by my day it was like 10 o'clock 10 30 11 45 12 one o'clock and I still hadn't even written notes on what I needed to do. And I thought, no, I can't say, oh, due to technical difficulties, I will post later or post tomorrow. I was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to these people. I'm just not feeling it. So yeah, that's when I thought, wait, let me take a break and like kind of put the, the podcast into seasons that allows me to then recharge, recalibrate and just Um, think through like what I'm delivering and the content I'm putting out so yeah that's why I had a break (laughs) but I think for me it was so worth it it was such a good idea so what I'll do is between 11 and 12 episodes I'll always take a break and just kind of um, take stock of what's going on and that's what happened so today's episode is called Attitude of Gratitude and that came about so many things that in like in the past two weeks past week and a half i've been so grateful for so many things to the point where like each day i kid you not like every day i get a bit emotional about just different things um that i'm so grateful for you know and this was all sparked by the fundraiser we had um that i had been talking about on my social media to an orphanage and so this two, this episode is actually three-part. The first one is about my daughter, Micah. The second is um, just kind of like a, a review and a report on the fundraiser that we had. And then the third is talking about my little baby, Zoe Levy Retreats, and that we're having our first retreat this weekend. Uh, I have so much to be grateful for. So to start us off, it's Micah's 13th birthday today, the 12th of November. She's my firstborn child. Guys, I've been emotional just because, you know, this motherhood journey. She started it for me. What do I remember (laughs) saying? She saw the sun for me. (laughs) I'm so blessed to have that little girl in my life. She's such a a ray of sunshine she's obviously going through her moody phases sometimes and it's i'm not even finding it annoying i'm i'm so fascinated to see her morph out of this little girl that would just do anything and skip around to this you know she wants to have her alone time she wants to do her tiktok videos she she's so concerned and aware of her fashion and her hair and da da. da. And even she has her mood swings. Where I ask her to do something, and she looks at me. She looks at me with an evil eye. <laughs> but for me, it's so exciting to see. Like from this little three point four kg child that I was afraid of, and I'll tell you that story. To this loving big sister, she. You know, I am. Um, I think I told you guys about love languages a while ago. I did the love language test with my kids, both and Micah, and I know now what they feel is being loved and i encourage you parents to do that or if you have guardians or nieces and nephews there five 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 love languages.com. they have a segment for couples for singles and for teens and children under the age of 12 and it will give you an insight into your child and micah the things i thought micah views as you know how she feels as she's being loved were completely different same thing with zara so now i'm focusing more on those results of that um on that um test that quiz and i'm hoping i'm praying that i'm doing right by them um just so that they know that they're always loved my family is amazing uh my cousins my my moms are so amazing to with my kids um, my sister is so amazing with my kids. My sister's Chola it like they they'll check in and they just you know they'll call them on birthday. Like my family is a whole one rock star. One rock star. So going back to Micah, I wanted to briefly share with you guys uh, Micah's birth. Um, I think this is one of my favorite stories that I tell because it just shows my my dramatic capabilities oscar academy i hope you're listening um so micah was um born in 2007 i was 28 years old and um she her conception was um you know in my family i'm the oldest grandchild oldest niece so people had obviously wanted me to do things quote unquote the right way, you know, get married first and have a baby and I didn't Uh, Micah's dad and I had Micah before we were married Um, so yeah, my family was pretty disappointed my aunt was disappointed I had quite a few people who were disappointed my sister was disappointed that, you know, I'd gotten pregnant before I got married so it was very interesting but I waited to tell my mom until I was 13 weeks pregnant and um, I thought, yeah, that's it she's gonna beat me um and i'm you know she's just gonna really really go to town and she'll be so mad and she's gonna be uh but the longer i kept it from her the more she started seeing my body change so she would say things like oh i like this new weight on you yeah you're getting a bit fatter yeah because you're too skinny the last straw for me when she commented about my bosom she was like hey your breasts are growing i'm like no i need to tell this chick before um she kind of catches me out on it and so, I sat her down one evening, and I told her, I was like, I'm pre- I was like, oh, I'm scared to tell you something that, you know, children should be. I did this whole little speech, and she's, uh, and I was like, I'm pregnant. I'm 13 meters. She was like, oh, and she was in silence for like 10 minutes, like nothing, like nothing. Head down, and I just thought I have crushed my mother's spirit. She then lifts up her head. After this ten-minute silence, and I'm just sitting there like, yeah, whatever you're gonna do, slap me, knock me over the head, and the first thing out of her mouth was, "Let's pray." I was like, "What? What do you mean? Who? Where are we praying?" She's like, "Let's pray." She took my hand and she prayed for me and she prayed for me and my unborn child and she literally spoke so many blessings over my daughter I remember you guys I talked to you about you know the words of your mouth and speaking things forth and stuff and my mom was so careful with her choice of words with me in that situation even though she was disappointed upset and all that she did not one day ever say anything harmful or something to tell me off or never never she just spoke life health um healthy pregnancy and i was that made me cry because i thought i thought i had judged her and thought that she would you know she would just go to town and be like ah yeah that's why you're naughty da and all this other stuff but no she prayed for me she blessed me and inside she was shattered because the next day she called my sister and, and she called her sisters and she was just like oh my god what's happened but to me she never spoke any words of evil even to everybody else She, i mean obviously she had she was upset but she never spoke evil words or anything like that so then when Micah was born Micah was two i was due on the 10th of november and i had had it i had had it you guys have seen the heat the past few days now imagine being nine months pregnant I had had enough of being pregnant. And because it was my first pregnancy, I was like, I don't know what happened. I was like, yep, I'm going to be pregnant forever. I'm just always going to be pregnant and heavy. And so my contractions started on a Sunday um, in the morning. I had my show and my contractions started and I went to the hospital. I'd already had like a false um, labor a month before so I didn't even take my bag, I was so disappointed the first time around, I was like, ah, I just want to do another thing, so we get to the hospital and they're like, oh yeah, no, you're in labor you're two centimeters dilated, I was like, whoa thank God, so I was admitted and then so I, did, I was admitted at like 12 in the afternoon, and I'm thinking, yeah, by, you know, I'm, I'm in my craziness, I'm thinking yeah, two centimeters now, another two, another two yeah, by five o'clock this baby will be out no such thing it got to evening, it got to the night, I was in pain, I was uncomfortable. Got to the morning, I was like four centimeters. I'm like, wait, why? So finally, it got to a head by 2 p.m. I was in my best actress role of the day. <laughs> I was talking to the nurses. You don't even love me. You don't even care. I'm in so much pain, and you're all just sitting there. You can't even give me something for this pain. (laughs) I was dramatic, so uh, me shouting at the nurses, and they were literally just ignoring me. I was like, no, you don't care about my baby. But my, mama, I want to leave. I was trying to try to like just, um, discharge myself, and all this. And so they found. So I, it got to like 4 p.m and um i was sent, sent to me, dilated but micah wasn't coming down the birth canal for some reason she was stuck on my pelvis so emergency c-section and she was born now what i didn't have with micah well i didn't have within well i didn't have with micah because it was general anesthesia so i was out cold completely so then she um they brought i i came to what i feel was like three o'clock in the morning and where my bed was she was maybe four meters away from me in a little cot and I woke up kind of thinking where am I what's happening and I kind of peered over I was scared I was like I'm not looking at that I don't know who's in there and I slept again I remember sleeping again woke up again sunrise 6 a.m. And um, they'd brought her closer, and I'm like, why leave her in the corner? <laughs> and I think what it is for me is I didn't have that initial connection with the baby. If you have a natural birth, you know, you immediately see your baby, and da da, da and you have that whole emotional moment. I didn't have that because I was out cold. So I'm, I'm, I'm waking up to, I still have a belly, but there's this child. I'm like, where did you get this child? You know, so the that I didn't the disassociation from that was so intense for me and they're like oh we need to have her large to breastfeed I'm like no nah, it's fine I've got bottles they're like no 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 you have feeder I didn't have a connection like an emotional connection with Micah until she was about two three weeks old I just I was functional with her like you know robotic and I didn't do that whole oh my baby oh my baby's so on. I didn't I was just so like in motion and you know and all of that, and then two and a half weeks later, I'm I'm laying but I'm standing, I'm just sitting next to her crib, and I'm looking at her, and this wave of emotion came over me. And I was like, I start crying. My mom comes in, I was living with my mom. My mom, went, Nishi, what's happening? What's happening? And I'm like, my baby. <laughs> and she's like, Why are you crying? I'm like, This is my baby. I literally broke down and the fact that she was my baby and I cried and I cried and um, yeah and that was my my mommy daughter moment mommy child moment with Micah Um, and here we are 13 years later and just having all those moments and I've been looking at old photos Um, so that is my number one thing I'm grateful for um, today I'm grateful for my daughter I'm grateful for her health I'm grateful for her life and just who she is in my life and other people's lives and my cousin's lives and just everything she, she embodies. Um, I'm so grateful to God for blessing me with her and entrusting me with her life, you know, until the day I need to let go and let her be her own person. Um, yeah, so I'm grateful for that. So second thing I wanted to talk about was the Home of Happiness um, fundraiser we had for the orphanage that I was talking about, especially on my Facebook and social media, etc. I just want to tell you guys, it was such a beautiful event that we had, so much fun. But so many people came to our aid and, you know, felt compassion. So many people who didn't even attend bought tickets just so that we could raise the money um we'll be giving a report in about a week and a half s time maybe in the next few weeks maybe two or three weeks and then just letting everybody know what it is we much we raised and what we intend to do um we just need some logistics sorted out first and then as i said i'm away um, with one of the other organizers of the fundraiser we're away this weekend so as soon as um we get that sorted i will definitely share even on here just so that everybody can see what we did and obviously and we'll definitely do more things like that um yeah so I wanted, in that respect, I'm, I'm so grateful for um, connections and networks and friends and family and social media because we were able to reach so many people and so many people that have been wanting to do something, you know, support a good cause, but just didn't know where to look. Or maybe some of the causes they already see have quite a few donors and sponsors. And what made me grateful when it came to that topic is that I was just. Um, i was grateful for community you know what i mean like this lady does know us from adam and we came together to just help her her mission and her mission is to Um, take care of these abandoned children who are mentally and physically disabled she's disabled herself so she's got a lot of compassion for them and she's got a lot of um she's got a huge heart for them because she knows and she was saying that she knows exactly what it's like i didn't prod her further to see if maybe she'd had some challenges um growing up in terms of either being abandoned or neglected or things like that but um, you can see from, she's so happy. She's such a happy person that she, the kids are so happy. So even if you're feeling sad and you're looking at them and feeling sorry for them, immediately you snap out of it. Like I almost cried when I went there. I'm, I snapped out of it. I'm like, who else do, is here crying? Nobody. Like don't, don't bring sadness. And you know she's spoken for that it's a home of happiness. And so, you know you have to also um, operate in that spirit of happiness. And I saw the spirit of giving um, with my friends, people I don't know, people just reaching out. Um, we got quite a few donations for clothes. And it was so heartwarming, like I said. Like, it was so beautiful to to just see people give of themselves, either their, their time. My team that we worked with organizing this, shout out to Chimia, Jonathan, Pellera, and Karen. Like, that team was on we have other people that um, helped in the background as well I want to say thank you to you guys as well I'm just so grateful for um, the willingness to work the willingness to give Um, that was so beautiful to me and it was so heartwarming and it actually made me want to you know go like even next year I really want us to do more for her because we want to try and Help her long term and set up systems for her long term when it comes to her bills, when it comes to donations for food, for clothes, Um, not just a one time thing. And hopefully, become one of her donors, you know, the way these international organizations become donors for different types of causes. I would really like to see us do um, something like that. So, that's the second thing I'm really grateful for. And I'm really, um, I was really pleased I was part of it. But also, in return, I'm grateful for the family and community I have. You know what I mean? When it comes to my personal life, um, people that help me out, either their time, financially, um, just company, even just their company, just sitting with me, laughing with me. I'm so grateful for friends and family and um, people who give of themselves to me, even, you know, to me and my children. So definitely this is the week of gratitude the past weeks are like literally like gratitude is on fleek <laughs> so the third thing i wanted to talk about in line with um attitude for gratitude is my little baby my retreat guys is happening tomorrow friday we leave in the morning and um please follow me on zoe underscore levy underscore Z that is my social media that's my Instagram account for it. I'll put it on the link on the where I share this um link for the podcast I'll put that as well um just so that you can, guys can follow the weekend the things we'll be doing I won't show you everything because people are out there to you know relax and have a good time so but I will definitely share um all the major highlights um that you will need to so that you can see um and hopefully you can join us for the next one once you see like what it's all about um i would encourage you to um you know participate in the ones that are going to follow um just to give you a heads up um the ones that are going to follow will be um a networking breakfast um in january and then we have another retreat in february and we have in april drum roll please we have a April is my birthday month, so April will be birthday with Zoe. So I'm working on a trip. Oh. I'll be announcing ev- all these things at the end of this month and of November to give everybody um, time to save up and things like that and plan. Um, mm-hmm. So I will have a birthday with Zoe for April um, for Easter weekend. Um, I'm organizing a trip abroad. You will need your passport, so make sure your passport is all sorted. And I'll announce that at the end of the month once all the logistics are put in place and I know exactly what everyone has to pay. Um, Again, it's self-love, self-care. I know it sounds really cheesy, but I am an advocate now. I don't know where they sign up for (laughs) advocacy, but I'm signing up. Um, So that will be the April. one. So there's three things lined up and I'll definitely advertise them as they come. But I will, at the end of this month, um, give dates and prices for all three. And I'm grateful for this jump because it has given me, it has opened my eyes up to so much opportunity to help people. It has given me opportunity as an income stream. It has given me the opportunity to travel. One thing that I love to do, but with people that also need that, need a help. I love planning stuff. I love logistics and getting done dirty and Um, planning stuff and organizing so for me to do this for people and be like right transport food accommodation for me that's a high and a half a high and a half and so, and I, I feel like I was born to serve. Um, so for me, this is a service to, I think one lady who's coming on the retreat said, I've always wanted to go to Lois and Busy, but I just, the logistics of getting there, I didn't know where do I stay. That I, it was just boring to like try and figure it out. So she jumped at it when it was like, everything's planned out. This is where we're staying. This is how we're getting there. This is what we're eating. These are the activities. And this, and then also with the component of, you know, there'll be a seminar on me doing some, Um, exercises and activities that just going to help people just either get to love and appreciate yourself more or bring up parts of yourself you weren't aware of. So we have some great tools and great um, activities set up for that. Um, And it will be exciting. Everyone's so excited. And so I wanted to to just share my gratitude for um, everybody that signed up, first of all, to come with me on this um, trip um, this get this um, getaway and also everyone since like who's been encouraging me and giving me ideas for other getaways my mind is like filled with ideas and I owe this all to like my friends and people who've shared their stuff with me and they've given me some amazing ideas of future retreats will do especially once the rain stops Um, but we have some great ones that even the guys will be able to partake in. Um, I'm just trying to work out the logistics of a co-host when it comes to the guys trips, um, so that, um, people can experience it both male and female. Um, and also I've been trying to just figure out from the guys perspective, what do you, what would it, what would be enriching? in that kind of an experience for a guy, for a man. Um, and I want to be sensitive to that. We'll be also doing stuff with teen girls. That's also coming up. Um, so I'll be able to share on that as well. Um, probably in in the new year. Um, not, I don't think by the end of the month, I would have figured out the logistics for that, but we're definitely going to do something for teen girls. Obviously now I have a teen girl, (laughs) but, um, yeah so i'm i'm really grateful I'm i've been filled this 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 week these two weeks um i think there's some people i've actually sent voice notes to and called and just like appreciated them and um just been grateful for their friendship their love their um companionship their leadership ideas um support definitely and also this month is the month um, that I lost my dad, and I know I talk about my dad a lot, but this is the month I lost my dad. But I'm, I feel more grateful than sad this year. I find. Um, usually I feel sad, and I, you know, I kind of relive that day um, when he passed away. But I, I, this, this, this year, I feel a bit more of more, definitely more gratitude that I got to have him for 25 years. Um, I have so many vivid memories. I have so many lessons that he told me. Um, I have so many things that my sister and I um, kind of go back and forth, just remembering little things and things that he would say. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to add that I'm grateful for my father. I'm grateful that I had a dad who was loving and in his own way knew how to make me feel really good, um, you know, being his daughter. Um, yeah, guys. I'm really grateful for this platform as well. Just that I can talk to you and talk at you. Even though you can't talk back. But it's therapeutic for me too. Um, number one. And number two, it's also fulfilling. You know what I mean? It feels like I'm doing something with my life. Even if it's, I don't know the exact impact. Because I mean, I know some people do reach out to me and say, you know, how they like a certain episode or how they, um you know, pass it on to somebody else. Um, I really do appreciate you guys. And I am so grateful. I am so grateful. And so I leave you with this. Um, as always, I always give a little quote or a poem when I'm done with the episode in relation to the topic. And this, um, quote is from Maralisa Fabrera hope i said that right and it says gratitude should not be just a reaction to getting what you want but an all the time gratitude the kind where you notice the little things and where you constantly look for the good even in unpleasant situations start bringing gratitude to your experiences instead of waiting for a positive experience in order to feel grateful always look for the silver lining a good friend always says to me Thank you so much everybody and as always, you matter and live your best life. Hello everyone, I'm so excited for another episode. Thank you for coming back and listening to me, jabber on. <laughs> But um, in all honesty, thank you, you guys, for your support. Thank you for um, subscribing, those that have. Thank you that always taking time out of your day to listen to me. And um, yeah, so exciting, exciting um, few days that I've had, especially this past weekend with um, my retreat. And so this week's episode is the first Zoe Levy retreat Um, dot dot sisterhood um and i say that because i think i was surrounded by a phenomenal group of women that truly we had such a sisterhood um experience of sharing and experiencing the weekend together and relaxing and um just refueling so i just kind of want to go through um for those that are listening for the first time um just where the zoe Lavi retreat came from um and this is um coming off of uh, basically by from my podcast with the wholesale self-care um advocation that i've gone on embarked on i um had a very great great experience on a work trip that i went to lower Zambezi um a couple of months ago and I think from what I took from that, it just helped me focus, um, especially on this new branch of business. I've told you guys in the past that I've got um, an events and marketing and PR business that I run. So that's very corporate. Um, But the Zola V brand, which is a registered business now, and I really wanted to make it official, is, is wellness. You know, so all the self-care kind of like um, self-development, human development, character development and just catering to yourself is something that I've launched and embarked on. And that's where this podcast lies under and also now with the retreats. So the retreats, as I've said before, are going to be every second month. I'll take a group of women away. Um, just for the same purpose that we did this last one, and then in between the, the in between months will be local local events and local arrangements for the people who can't travel for whatever reason. So, this one was obviously my first one and I was so nervous, you guys. Oh, I was so nervous because, and I'll confess to you because I'm always honest with you guys, I had so many moments of self-doubt. Oh my gosh. I had so many moments of self-doubt, even from just buying groceries. I was like, oh no. But then the menu that I've come up with, like, we get attacked by ourselves so much that we second guess ourselves even with the littlest things and so for me it was even down to when i was grocery shopping it was so bad that i even forgot to buy rice (laughs) you know what i mean and it's it's just so for me i discovered that it's so it's actually, for me, crippling. Like, I shut down. Like, I'm functioning and I'm looking at people. But I've literally shut down. Like, I'm not even functioning. <laughs> and it's so bad. And I have to work on that. Like, I was second-guessing myself. I was like, oh my goodness, these people have paid money. Do I even know what I'm doing? The, your little program is so useless. <laughs> what are they going to learn from it? This is just... Like, I was literally crap in my pants. Um, so the day we were leaving... Um we left. I, I have such a great assistant. She's like one of the best people I've ever worked with. Um Wangi, shout out to Wangiwe. She's so positive. She's so she has learned learned who I am. Um and so when there's like make a plan B, she'll she will do what I would have done. So anyway, I took her along. Um, so I had a group of seven women, excluding myself, um, that went on this trip and it was so it was such a responsibility on my shoulders for th- making sure these people have value for money for what they've paid for and that I deliver on everything you know in everything that I promised especially the Zoe Levy like seminar slash activities that I wanted and like help them with um with that so that was also like so much pressure so much pressure that the day the day we're leaving um, we're going to get the rental car and I said Wangiwe we just have to go through my mom's house she needs to put some power on me she needs to pray for me so we literally like I dropped off my daughter picked up Wangiwe and we went to see my mom um, before we picked up this car, just so that she could pray for me, I just needed her to pray and just like speak words of power and positivity and encouragement because I was losing it so long story short we get to um, we pick everybody up and we go we get to the the house so the house is um is called Mochichili house and it has a campsite as well as a house so we went to the campsite for lunch and so we had lunch there and that's when i kind of introduced everybody um to me and then everyone else kind of introduced themselves um and just from the onset everybody was so positive in a great mood um happy go lucky like you could see that everybody was in a great great space and what I had intended to do was do an activity on when we arrive, right? So. Because of the self-doubt, I was like, oh, no, ladies, I I think today we'll just relax. (laughs) Because I wasn't ready to start. I wasn't. I wasn't ready to start. So I was like, no, no. So because we've gotten here late and we just had lunch, let's just go by the pool and just sit. And then we'll do all the activities all in one tomorrow, being the Saturday. So this is so that we then um, did it. Yeah. So we didn't we didn't do the activities and we. Um, we went to the pool. So everybody got chained and we went to the pool and it was such an icebreaker. I don't know what water does to people. Like we literally loosened up. Everybody was speaking and sharing. We started sharing before it was even supposed to be like the sessions for sharing and just getting to know each other and just everybody's vibe and mood was so great. Like there was nobody with hang-ups or, you know, judgmental or Um, anything like that. And so one of the things that was so hilarious that every, all most of the women, I I want to say most of them, a couple of them knew each other. And I knew a few of them as well. Everybody's concern was, oh my goodness, going with a group of women. It's just going to be people with egos and people with like, you know, divas and or people that go off and sulk by themselves or go to get upset and go cry. None of that. And it was so funny that everybody felt like that. Like, oh, my goodness, a group of eight women. It's just going to be hormonal overload. (laughs) Overload. But it was so nice. Everybody gelled so well together. And so, yeah, so we had that first night. There was, you know, dancing and having some... um, Beverages, I'll call them <laughs> so, yeah, it was really relaxing. And then we all went to bed and then got started the next day. So, enter next day, where now I've procrastinated the activities, and so now we're on. Where now, after breakfast, I'm like, oh, yeah, we have to do, we'll start the activities and all the stuff. So, the first activity. And we should have done the day before, but it's, it's actually really good that we did it that day because then we have more time. Um, it was um, creating vision boards for 2021. And I introduced this by saying we have had a very challenging and crappy 2020. You know what I mean? When it comes to personal life, when it comes to business, when it comes to emotional well being, because a lot of us, and I'll speak for myself, I run to my job to escape things in my life and so if I'm busy then you know I don't have time to think about my problems I don't have time to think about oh this emotional thing or that I'm just like I'm like a little robot you know I'll go to work I'll come to look after my kids and the next day I'll go to work and things like that and especially with event management it's very easy to get wrapped up in in that, You know, with the planning and calling the supplier and blah, 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 and writing these notes and all this stuff. So I easily can escape into that with no problem and push all the feelings I'm having to the side or to the back of my mind. I couldn't do that anymore with COVID. I had to. And, I, and the episode where I talk about um, being my own cheerleader, I had to now like face life, you know, and the silence. And the one person I was running away from, which is myself, I had to confront her. I had to confront her and it wasn't easy. And this is where we've got to now with Zoe Levy. We've got to love Zoe Levy. And so, so, you know, I shared that with the ladies as well. So Saturday, we, um, as even just before starting, oh gosh, even before just starting to talk about, oh, this is what was going to do. I just sat there looking at them. Like I just, when you was like, are are we starting like i it was like um stage fright i just sat there i mean they were talking amongst themselves but i just sat there i just sat there um i just sat there going looking at them thinking these people are gonna think this thing is so silly this thing is so stupid what is vision board why are we doing arts and crafts (laughs) and i was literally freaking out so i'm looking at them and i'm just like what am i doing what am I, I literally felt like saying, shall we just go back to Lusaka now, that's how I honest to God felt, I was just doubting myself a hundred percent, and I thought, what have I done, and so I started talking, I started talking about why I was doing this, I started talking about um, the vision board and why it was important, and I looked at all their faces, ladies, if you're listening, I saw your faces, and I I couldn't interpret what the facial expressions were they were very blank so I couldn't tell if they thought it was dumb or they were just like oh okay this is what we're doing when they got into it they were ripping up we we had taken magazines and obviously all the all the necessary like tools and cardboard and felt and you know just to be creative and these ladies started ripping these pages out of these magazines i was like oh i need this and all. and then we started chatting and there was just creative juices flowing i was like thank god they don't think it's dumb so everyone kind of finished and did what they had to do and um we were scheduled to then go on a boat cruise so i said okay there's no time to do our presentations now we'll come and present later on um and we'll kind of talk about um and share with what what is it about your um, about your vision board that you want to share with everybody and so cut to another great activity we were on a boat cruise we saw so many animals and then we went um, we were taken to have a picnic lunch on a private island which was scary because we kept thinking lions and elephants were coming so we had great laughter there there were so many inside jokes like if I said something now you, none of you would get it except for the ladies who are in the group you know about flowers and being watered and I say all these experiences to tell you guys this, there's something about camaraderie, getting together, a brotherhood, a sisterhood, um, a circle of trust that just enables you to be yourself. And one of the things that I, I, I can't speak for the other ladies, even though I will be sharing a YouTube video, just a bit of a summary of everything. And you'll hear from each of the ladies of what did they take away from this trip. But for me, one thing I took away from this is just um, number one, having a, a sisterhood where you can be free to share without condemnation, without judgment, without um, fear of 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 looking stupid. Um, I really felt that with this group of ladies. And even I created a WhatsApp group for, just for the trip. I failed to delete it because I think we, we've even made plans to meet up for two two of the ladies have the same birthday. So we're going to meet up for that, you know. And I think for each group, I'll leave the, the, the groups open um, just so that we can continue that communication and being there for one another. The second thing I got from the trip, um, a lot of ladies, when we finally that evening, Saturday evening, everybody was sharing um, about their vision board. So it wasn't just saying, Oh, I would next year. I want this and I want this and want this. And without guidance, a lot of the ladies said, before I share what this picture means, I need to give you the backstory. This thing has a backstory. This has, and people's backstories and lives and what they're going through and what they've been through. One thing I learned is that I, I assume a lot of things about people because when I first meet somebody, my mind has to, my, your life has to make sense to me So I will create this story Not a bad story But I'll just create a, a situation about your life So that it makes sense to me Because you haven't felt free to share to me And I'm not. I'm a bit too shy or embarrassed to ask you So what I will usually do I'll be like, oh, that person's like that or oh, maybe that Oh, yeah, maybe that da, da, da. So that I'll make this whole story in my head Until I hear the real story I'll be like, oh, snap <laughs> I completely misjudged that situation And that happened a lot especially with one situation it happened this time around and I was just like when people now started sharing their stories I was like oh my goodness you could you know the strength of these women with things that they're going through but they're so poised and put together and they're smiling and laughing you would never in a hundred million years guess that they're going through it and it just I can only speak for women the strength of a woman Should be some superpower, seriously. It should be a superpower, it should be documented, it should be archived. Because women, we go through so much, so much on a daily basis that we literally put our shield of armor on, on even our face. That you most of the times you can't even tell that I'm going through something. You can't tell that that woman's going through something, and that's what I learned from these women. Like people are so strong and they put themselves together and pick themselves up and dust themselves off and just get on with it you know what i mean and it was so encouraging to even feel just to even feel like validation and justification in just even how i've been trying i've been trying to get be strong in certain things i've been going through you know and so that session was so beautiful that um we kind of just shared so many deep things shared um stories had you know questions of what do you think this should happen and um it was just so encouraging to even be trusted with certain information to even be asked opinions you know of like you know you guys what do you think i should do and i have the situation and Um, And I can tell you now, like we we swam again on the Saturday. (laughs) Again, the pool, the water, there was something in that water that just made people open up and share and be free and no condemnation and just a, a sisterhood assist and this is what I want to build I want to build safe spaces for people to share and just grow and we learn so much from each other another thing I encourage the ladies to do is the love language test with themselves with their partners with their children because I then gave I obviously had to share my story of everything that's been going on with me um yeah and if you come on the retreat you'd know what's going on with me (laughs) um so it's privileged information um no i'm just kidding well it is but i'm just kidding but not kidding um but at the same time um i just felt such a validation for what i've started I felt so encouraged for the leap and the jump that I've taken with this platform, with even these activities. And my sister said one thing to me um, when I got back. She said, the, "The beautiful thing is you've always waited for a client to approach you to do an event for them, but you're now creating events where you then generate the income and generate the da 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 and the revenue for it." And I feel it's it's so. It's something I love to do and I was meant to do, but I'm obviously doing it at the right time. This is the right time for me, you know, to have done this. And so, um, cut to Sunday when we were coming back, same thing again, just, everybody was like oh do we have to leave why are we leaving well can we stay a bit longer and things like that and just just the fact that they enjoyed themselves so much and wanted to continue um the holiday but also wanted to continue just that interaction with everyone was so encouraging and it was so it was just definitely not a credit to me it was a credit to the group of women that we had the group of women that was just so open to whatever I had planned. And I'm so grateful for being trusted with their money, first of all, um, but also being trusted with their time um, and also being a, um, an avenue, because a lot of them said, I've wanted to come to Los and Basie, but I just don't know, I don't want to have the time to look for accommodation and how to get here and logistics. And, you know, everyone was really happy that and grateful that I could get that together. And so they didn't have to worry about all that stuff. So yeah, guys, my first retreat, it was beautiful. It was, the weather was perfect. Um, the, The laughs were memorable, the little jokes and just the sharing. For me, it was like group therapy. Definitely when people shared, you learned something even about yourself. You even were able to compare your life against somebody else's life and just um appreciate number one appreciate what you're going through because maybe you realize okay I don't have it so bad like okay I have issues but oh my goodness this person's going through so much and I should be I should be um grateful you know Mm -hmm. for the life that I have rather than either complaining or comparing and things like that so yeah, so that was, it was, it was beautiful. And this episode was just mainly, um, sharing a lot of that, a lot of that with you guys. And just, um, I know that I talked about it last week and definitely it falls under my attitude for gratitude. I'm still so grateful. I'm still so grateful for the experience, for the leaping and also for just starting something that I totally love and totally believe in. And, um, yeah and i'm gonna do more i'm definitely gonna do more end of this month i'll be announcing um the activities up to april so that people have enough time to plan and save and budget um Yes. So again, thank you to the ladies. Again, thank you for supporting my vision. Um, That's my vision for 2020 to make this brand grow. Um, And I wanted to leave you with a little poem about sisterhood. Um, And this can be related to brotherhood as well. But I think just because we've come out of a season of sisterhood with the weekend. Um, And it says, and it's by Cass Henderson. And as you face life's challenges and go about your day, A sister who you do not know is sending love your way. And as the day turns into night and you lay down to rest, a sister who you've never met is praying you'll be blessed. Not out of pity or sympathy, but out of love that's true. Any army of sisters side by side with thoughts and prayers for you. Be encouraged. And literally that's what we built a sisterhood and I'm going to help guys build a brotherhood Um, um I'll be announcing I'm trying to work out a guy's trip and it's the most difficult thing I've ever done but I have to have at least one but as I said I'll announce everything in it this month and as always my sisters the ladies who came on the trip with me the ladies who couldn't as always you matter and live your best life I need to go to standard chart, not if...